Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Going It Alone podcast. I'm your host, Chris DiCarlo, and it's episode number five. Didn't actually think I would actually get this even this far, but here we are. So last episode, I talked about a couple of things that I'm working on uh, in relation to the podcast specifically, but hopefully those will translate into better interactions in real life and online in terms of uh, speaking. So, uh, as I said, uh, that's one of the things I was trying to fix. So, obviously, more work to do. Always more work to do. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about today is the whole idea about whether to purchase a product or a service or not to purchase it and just put the time in. As a small business owner, I find all too often it's too easy to kind of poo-poo the idea of purchasing a service or product, especially subscriptions. That's my biggest pet peeve. I understand the need and the rationale behind them, but it just burns me sometimes when I think about the overall cost of all these subscriptions for all these different services. And that's, as a business owner, I think even more difficult for me to justify. I find it's very easy to just say, I'm not going to pay 30 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month for this service because I can do that in three hours of time, of my own time. And the rub is purely from a financial perspective, if you're just looking at it very naively, it makes total sense. 50 bucks a month or even say $100 a month to buy a couple of tools to, to help you do your work. So $100 a month. If you think about it, if that saves you, for me at least personally, if that saves me two hours of time that I could be billing in some other way, I'm ahead. Two hours, and I'm already recouping the cost of those services. Even if it's a single service, it doesn't matter how many it is. It's really just the, 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 the flat dollar amount. And I find it's, at least for me, for some reason, I get this in this mindset that it's, it's easier to just do it myself, and I don't want to spend money. I'm stuck, whether we have money coming in or not, we're stuck paying the subscription no matter what it is, because we have to maintain the service. And I think that, to a certain extent, is a cheat, because I'm not really thinking about the problem correctly. I'm thinking about it in pure black and white at a very high level, but I'm not really delving in and thinking about the fact that, well, if I'm actually able to do other things during those two hours, that money, is made, it's, it, I can pay for that, but I'm further ahead overall even if it has nothing to do with money and it just equates to more time with my family or playing with my kids or even just doing something for me, even just going down to the basement and practicing my karate, even something as simple as that. I don't weigh things properly and I don't really bring those 
aspects of the decision-making process to bear on the overall decision as to whether I'm going to sign that contract or in some cases it's not even a contract, it's literally month to month, whether I'm going to pay for that service. And I find in speaking with a couple other business owners, it's, it's not an uncommon feeling, especially if you're not being paid a salary and it's more kind of ad hoc. Um, as to when you're doing it, it's very difficult to decide to get on the hook for a certain amount of money per month without really having a clear idea of what your revenue is going to look like, you know, 15 days from now, a month from now, two months from now, three months from now. And if it was me looking in at me, I would probably say, for sure, you do have to think about that fact. If it's going to be $50 a month, can you sustain $50 a month for a period of time? And what I've come to realize recently is, I think, and this could be completely wrong, but my gut feeling is that if I can free up two or three hours, and in, when I was looking at some of the things I was considering purchasing, it's not just two or three hours. This would probably end up saving me 10 or 15 hours a month. If I had those 15 hours, say, what could I do with those? That's, all, that's more than two days of work, basically. So I've gained two days that I could be doing other things for the business that presumably or hopefully could be actually generating revenue or I could be doing something with the kids, with my wife. I could just be doing something purely for me. But overall, from a work-life balance, it will have a net beneficial impact overall on a lot of things. And the problem is, at least for me, when I've been looking at it, I've always been kind of looking at it, well, I'm going to pay it for the first month. I'm not going to be seeing any gains. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I think in a lot of cases, you kind of have to look beyond that first month because there's going to be a certain amount of onboarding issues in the sense of I have to learn the system. We have to potentially change processes within the business to kind of account for this difference in working um, and, you know, higher changing how employees interact with stuff. And there's that learning aspect. And I, so I don't think you would really see the net benefits, the real, you know, meaty net benefits for at least a couple of months. And I think it's kind of a snowball effect. You'll see a, some tiny little incremental uh, benefits as you start onboarding things and you start changing things and migrating stuff to it. And, you know, you kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel. You see, oh, this could really, you know, I could see this expanding and really getting better and freeing up, you know, all of this person's time or all of my time or this, the whole aspect of doing uh, a quote is going to be so much easier. It might take just as long, but 
it's going to be more focused and easier to track back and go back and fix something on it. So I'm kind of looking at a lot of things in that vein. Obviously right now everything's in flux just with uh, everything going on in the world. It's April 2020 right now. So coronavirus and all of the its uh, knock-on effects are being felt pretty much worldwide. And so obviously financially things are obviously changed for many people. But I think in a way that's what's kind of prompted me to look at things in a different light. I'm sort of more weighing on the uh, things from the or through the lens of if this saves me time and that time can be better used elsewhere, depending on the cost, obviously, is that going to benefit me? Now, the corollary to that is that you really have to be careful that you don't go hog wild and purchase a whole bunch of services and all of a sudden you've got a $500 a month subscriptions bill and you can't sustain that. So, I mean, every person is going to be different. Every business is going to be different. But I think a lot of it has to do with really being judicious with the tooling and the to- or the, sorry, yeah, the tooling that you choose to use. And that, for me, that's difficult because I find I find there's always there's always going to be something that with any software solution that you do that you just don't like, especially as a developer. There's going to be certain things that I just I. I hate the way that was implemented. Like the rest of the system, I just don't like this. And in some cases, I can fix that. If it's an open source thing, I can just, you know, get in there and hack on the code base and fix it for myself. And and sometimes, depending on what it is, you know, feed it back into the project. But in other cases, it's a closed source kind of SaaS solution that you don't really have control on or over. So... That's my problem is I find I spend so much time looking at it and I always find reasons not to do it. Well, I don't like this or I don't like that. Um, or there's 20 different options in the, in the space and they all kind of do the same thing, but I want to try them all to try and see which one works best. But at the end of the day, that ends up being so time consuming and so error prone because in a lot of cases... Me just getting in there and hacking around or bombing around within the environment isn't necessarily the best way to get up and running quickly. So then what? You go and watch some YouTube videos. You watch some, read some blog posts. Um, you ask friends or colleagues if they've got an experience on it. But at the end of the day, I've spent hours upon hours upon hours researching all these things. And it gets to the point where I basically pull the plug because I I think to myself, I can't spend any more hours looking at this stuff because this is stuff that doing this stuff means I can't be doing this other stuff that's more important at the moment. And it's sort of a chicken before the egg type scenario that I have to get 
out of because I could research and analyze and uh, compare and contrast to my heart's content. You could spend days, weeks, months analyzing the situation. And if I don't just, you know, uh, pull the trigger and finally choose something, I will never get there. And all that time spent doing all that research and analysis is lost. I uh, was listening to a podcast um, by Jeffrey Way, the Laracast snippet, and I was kind of going through uh, a bunch of old episodes. And there was one of them that uh, I think, uh, I wish I had in front of me, I think it was called uh, Just Shut Up and Do It, something along those lines. And that's where the idea for this podcast really came from is he was speaking about it in terms of development, from the development side, but it really resonated with me when you kind of use that expression in the context of just purchasing something or analyzing something. If I don't just shut up and finally just pull the trigger and say, this solution is not perfect, but at the same time, no solution is ever going to be perfect. I just have to move forward. If this saves even a little bit of time, great. Obviously, I don't want it to take longer because then that defeats the purpose. But any time saved, if that can be weighed against the cost and I end up further ahead, is better than not spending it at all. So my takeaway from all of this and this uh, podcast episode even is I'm going to really take a hard look at the processes within the business and where there's any friction or just inefficiencies and see with a little bit of time. And what I'm going to do is actually set some time limits. You know, I'll spend, or I'll say, I'm going to spend, you know, four hours researching something to help with this. And if I don't find anything in that four hours, no problem, I just move on. But if I do find something, or hopefully I'll find one or two options so that I can actually, you know, do some kind of analysis. It's not just a, you know, this is the only the only pony in the stable sort of thing. But I, I'm going to push myself as long as the pricing, the price is right and I can afford it, I'm going to make a decision on it. Because the fact that I chose to spend that time to research it means I see a need to do or implement something. But I have to take it to the end. I got to cross the finish line. I got to get through that wall that's been built up probably over the years, honestly, with me that I'm so averse to spending money. I have no problem spending my hours. But at the end of the day, that's costing me more money than just doing the service. And that's a hard, a hard barrier for me to get across, to, to, to punch through. I'm using a lot of analogies here, a lot of metaphors. But um, you know what I mean? I just, I have to get through that. I have to get over that aversion to it because it's an aversion at all costs, which makes no sense. There's no sense in being averse to a $20 a month service that is going to save me 
even an hour's worth of work a month because that hour's worth of my time at my billable hour, even at my pay, is going to be way more than that. So I just have to get through that. I have to get over it and move on, implement the things, and then evaluate. If nothing changes after four or five months, I'm still seeing the same amount of time being spent, then maybe it's not worth it if there's no other benefits to doing it. But I can't keep doing the same old thing because it's, it's a rat race in my head that I can never win, I never get ahead with, and it's, it's just infuriating to me, honestly. I, the, this COVID-19 thing and spending so much time at home Everyone's nerves are, are not shot, but everyone's um, on edge a little bit um, with everything that's going on. And the kids have no routine. Everyone's just kind of going crazy. It's kind of like cabin fever, you know? So the dog's upset. The kids are upset. My wife's upset. Everyone's just kind of, you know, just not doing that great from that perspective. Um, it's just hard because it's just, it's boring. You can't just kind of go out and do something. You can't go to the park if you want. So, and with me, during this time, it's made it very difficult for me to focus on other things. And I've been thinking more about all these other aspects that I've always thought about a little bit, but never spent the time to actually kind of think about, well, why am I like that? So it's kind of a little bit of soul searching, I guess. And that's where I've kind of come to realize that I'm my own worst enemy. I want to analyze it stuff. I want to make sure it's a perfect decision. The same way I, I do this with code too. I, I look at a problem and I'll spend time agonizing over how to build something, how to design it, architect it. And I'll spend so much time on that that eventually the whole thing just kind of sputters and dies before I've really done any work on it. And it's the same sort of problem. You don't want to put out crap. You know, you don't want to make bad decisions. But at the same time, you've got to make a decision. If you don't make the decision, you're never going to move forward. Same thing in development. If I don't just decide to write something in there, It'll never happen. Or writing a blog post. If you don't start something, it'll never get done. You never sit down to do it. So that's my takeaway. And uh, I uh, don't think I've really stuck to what I was hoping to, to stick to at the beginning of this podcast or in the previous podcast in terms of what I want to improve on. I did ramble a bit there, I think. So... If you want to just delete everything before that, by all means, go ahead. Um, and, yep, right there, there's another um. But I hope that, in a way, some of these sort of um, thoughts and ideas, uh, maybe just hearing someone else think about them are helpful. Maybe I'm just full of crap, honestly. This is kind of what I'm feeling right now and how I'm, you know, viewing things and how I'm attacking things. So, like I said, could be full of crap. This seems to be helping me 
move forward and grow. And hopefully hearing it from me might help you or you might something might resonate with you. So anywho, I'm going to uh, let it go uh, or let you go and uh, go from there. I'm way beyond the uh, seven or eight minutes. I'm looking 20 minutes now. So anyway, ciao.